Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Cuz You Don't Know Football. And today, guys, as we get closer to the end of the season, I felt like we needed some alone time. We didn't need anybody else. So for today, it's just me and you. Hey! Don't act like y'all know the song. Don't worry about, worry about, worry about nothing, babe. <laughs> as y'all can see, I'm in a real good mood today, so... We uh we're gonna get down on this week. What we put what week we in? Hold on, I don't even know what week we in. We in week uh this week 15. No, I lied. I lied. It's not week 15, it's week 16. I think. Yes, it's week 16. We're gonna get on these week 16 games. It's a lot going on. Um probably gonna spend a little bit more time. On this one, but I think y'all gonna like this because we're gonna put a little spin on on today and how this is gonna roll. Uh, we're gonna go through probably more games and we're gonna talk about what this means. We're not only just gonna break down the the stats and what happened in the game, but we're gonna talk about what this means for these teams going. Yeah, you know I mean, as we get closer to the playoffs, y'all know where we at. Y'all know what we're talking about. So we're gonna start in this game. So here's the game we're gonna start with the Thursday night game. <clears throat> the Rams, they beat the uh they beat the Saints uh 30 to 22. Let's see some stats. Uh I'd be losing teams first. So Derek Carr was 20 of 40, uh 20 of 40, 27 of 40. I'm sorry, y'all. 27 of 40 for 319 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. Uh they did absolutely nothing on the ground. Alvin Kamara had 20 yards rushing. Excuse me, 19. <clears throat> uh, Chris Olave, he had uh, nine receptions for 123 yards with no touchdowns. And then uh, Rashid uh, Shahid, he had a touchdown. He also had 70 yards receiving. Um, Juwan Johnson, uh, he had one receiving uh, touchdown. And A.T. Perry had a receiving touchdown as well. Now let's get to the Rams. Matthew Stafford was 24-34 for 328, two touchdowns and no picks. Uh, uh, Kyron Williams, he had 22 carries for 104 yards and a touchdown. My man is balling right now. And uh, <clears throat> and Puka uh, Nakua, he had nine receptions for 164 yards and a touchdown. And Demarcus Robinson also had 82 yards receiving with one touchdown. First of all, no, let me let me start with the Saints. Listen, the Saints right now, no, excuse me, not the Saints, excuse me. Let me start with the Rams right now. Listen, the Rams right now, they looking like they're ready to advance in the NFC. Like they're definitely gonna be a playoff team. And I, I want to see their their first round uh matchup because depending on that matchup. I don't know. I might have to take them. I might have to take the Rams in the first in in the first round because did you know that the NFC only has four teams that are above five hundred? It's the Eagles, the 49ers, the uh, Cowboys, and there is a fourth one. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you guys. Give me one second. Uh, let's get some standings. There we go. Um, Eagles, Cowboys, 
49ers and Lions. Those are the only teams that have like these crazy records. So I'm depending on the matchup. I might listen. Rams look good, you know. And um, as far as the Saints go, <sighs> this has been a rough year for me. For believe for for somebody who thought the Saints would be good and believed that the Saints would be good. They are making it hard to believe in them. <sighs> this game actually wasn't as close as it looked. So 30 to, to 22, it, it looks like, all right, they lost by eight. Nah, they lost by two scores. That's They they made it up at the end, but they lost by two scores. Um, for me, I, I don't know. To be honest with you, I'm not sure what that means in terms of the NFC South, but I know they got, a, they got a, an elimination game this upcoming week with the with the with the uh, Bucks, so I'm very curious to see what happens with that. But in terms of what's going on right now, boy, Saints fans, it's been a long year, hasn't it? It has been a long year. Um. All right, well, let's go into these uh the Steelers uh Bengals game. The Steelers put a whooping on the Bengals, thirty four to eleven. You know, I don't even want to read the stats to this. I was waiting for this to happen. You know, like the, the Bengals just been playing way above their heads and been playing better than anybody could have predicted. So this stomping, I kind of expected it. Um, I think it's unfortunate. It's just a little too late for the Steelers. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think these are two teams that are good. If, if everything was put together and didn't have the injuries they had, both of them could be in the playoffs, but I really do think uh, both of them will not be in the playoffs. All right. All right. Let's go to this uh, Buffalo uh, uh, Chargers game. Boy, I tell you what, Buffalo knows how to make you work for a win. Buffalo knows how to make you sit there and sweat about what it is that they are, you know. So let's look, let's look at some stats. Some stats with that. Easton Stick was twenty three of thirty three for two hundred and fifteen yards. Luckily, he didn't have any touchdowns or picks. Uh, Austin Eckler led them in rushing with sixty five yards. Um, Easton Stick also had a rushing touchdown. And what we got? Uh, Joshua uh, Palmer led them in receiving with forty seven yards, and they had no receiving touchdowns. And then the Bills, Josh Allen was 15-21 for 237 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. And James Cook had 20 carries for 70 yards. Josh Allen also had two rushing touchdowns. And Gabe Davis had a, had a crazy game, four receptions, 130 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Boy, the, it, you know, it's funny that this happened in this game, but the, the Chargers, excuse me, the, the Bills are so up and down that it's hard to get a pulse on what they're going to be week to week. We all know this the the ceiling for for uh Buffalo is so high. We know they can beat anybody when they're playing right. We just know they flow is their flow. No, their flow too. Their flow is very low as well, but their floor is very low and you never know what team you're going to get week to week. And it makes it very hard to pick them because 
they're both of them teams. They're the team that can beat anybody, and they're also the team that can lose to anybody. That makes it very annoying. I think, like, this game should have been a blowout. They were nine-point favorites. They were nine-point favorites in this game. They should have been a blowout. But, of course, the uh, the Chargers even looked like they were going to win the game. And it's, it's interesting because y'all hear y'all always hear what I say about the Chargers. The Chargers are the Bills. The Chargers are the Bills. You know, like, the, the second that you feel as though that they're this, they've taken this quantum leap, they lose or almost lose to this team as a scrub. And you're like, well, you're supposed to be a lot better than that. So, um, I think, no, I know. Buffalo gonna, is going to find their way in the playoffs. I got to look at their matchups to see where I feel about them coming into the playoffs. Um, but Buffalo will be a team in the playoffs. You'll see them. We'll see more Josh Allen. That's cool. Um, all right, here we go. We're going to move on to the Detroit Lions beating the Minnesota Vikings 30-24. to And this game looked interesting for a minute. I'm not going to lie to you. This game was a little interesting. Um, Because <laughs> Detroit almost lost Nick Mullins. <laughs> It got iffy. Detroit almost lost to Nick Mullins, and that would have been hilarious. Uh, but Nick Mullins was 22 of 36 for 411 yards, two touchdowns, and four picks. So, eh, eh, you know, um, they did absolutely positively nothing on the ground. Uh, their leading rusher had 17 yards. Uh, Justin Jefferson had six uh, receptions, 441 yards, and a touchdown, and a crucial fourth down reception. He seems to always do stuff like that. That's why, to me, he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. Because, man, when you need him, boy, he shows up. All right. So then K.J. Osborne also had five receptions for 95 yards and a touchdown. And T.J. Hawkinson had four receptions for 58 yards. And we'll go uh, one more down. Brandon uh, uh, Brandon uh, Powell also had 53 yards uh, receiving. Lions Jared Goff was 30 of 40 for 257 yards and one touchdown. Luckily, no picks. Uh, Jameer Gibbs led them in rushing with 15 carries for 80 yards and two touchdowns. And David Montgomery had 17 carries for 55 yards and a touchdown. And Amara St. Brown had 12 receptions for 106 yards and a touchdown. And that's, that was leading them. Um, keep in mind, keep in mind, you got to keep in mind, this is a... Um, this is a division game, and in division games, even teams that it looks like, oh, they should just blow them out. It's weird, man. It just it just gets that way, and and, and you don't um, – sometimes teams don't win as convincingly or sometimes even lose to uh, division teams that they feel as though should win. Sorry, y'all. This might just roll by in a motorcycle. I don't know, right in the middle of it. Give me one second. It just messed me up. But on people, for us people who talk a lot, y'all know how when you talk a lot, your mouth starts to get dry. Y'all get what I'm saying. Um, Yeah, but the Lions, listen, sometimes you got to win games ugly and you got to take that. It's a hard knock like out here, y'all. Sometimes you just got to uh, win ugly games and and take that and, and move on to the next week. Um, they're looking good. Uh, Detroit has a crazy, crucial game this week against Dallas. 
A lot of playoff implications there. So I'm not changing. I have not changed my pick of the Detroit Lions going to the NFC Championship game. Um, But I would like them to, to play a little bit more con, uh, consistently or play with consistency. And I'm hoping this week against Dallas that that starts to happen. So that's where we at with that. Okay, let's move on. All right. So one of the games of the week that had a lot of playoff implications uh, was the Cleveland Browns against the Houston Texans. Um, we knew the Texans, you know, they were, um, you know, they were, uh, they were, they had a lot of players that were out, a lot of injuries. Um, but Cleveland Browns won thirty six to twenty two. All right, let's see. All right, so uh, uh, Davis Mills. Had 149 yards uh, passing. He was 15 to 32, and he had two touchdowns. And then he got hurt during the game. And then Case Keenum came in, and he was 11 to 17 for 62 yards, and he threw two picks. Yeah, this Browns defense is nothing uh, to play with. Uh, <laughs> Devin <laughs> Singletary had nine rushes for 40, 44 yards. Yeah, it was hard, boy. And uh, what was his name? What's Schultz's first name? Dalton Schultz. Let them receive him with sixty with eight receptions for sixty-one yards. Uh Joe Flacco was twenty-seven of forty-two for three hundred and sixty-eight yards, three touchdowns, and two picks. That looks like a Joe Flacco game. <laughs> a lot of yards, touchdowns, and a lot of picks too. That's that's crazy. Joe Flacco hasn't changed a bit. Um Joshua Ford had 15 carries for 25 yards and a touchdown. Kareem Hunt also had a touchdown on the ground. Uh, Amari Cooper went off. He had 11 receptions for 265 yards and two touchdowns. Whew, if you got him in fantasy, you, you're like, yes. Uh, David Njoku also had a receiving touchdown. Um, To me, this is a little unfair because – the Texans have so many injuries. Like their top two wide receivers are out, and uh, CJ Stroud is also out. So it's Tank Bell, CJ Stroud, and Nico Collins are all out. And I think that's very unfair for a team that looked that showed a lot of promise this year. Y'all saw that I had to come on here and apologize to CJ Stroud because he just balled out. Oh, yeah, he just balled out. So um, it's really unfortunate. I, yeah, of course, I feel as though they're going to miss the playoffs. Um I definitely feel that they're gonna miss the playoffs. And I think that's unfortunate, but I I but damn if they ain't got a bright future, you know? I might be wearing these shades right now for their bright future. <laughs> it's scary in the in the AFC South. They're scary. Now in terms of the Browns, man, like the Browns are scary, man. That defense is scary. That defense is scary. Okay. And with Joe Flacco Looking, I mean, turning back the clock, you know, and doing things and keeping people engaged. Amari Cooper is looking like a problem again. Listen, the Browns have some some injuries on there, so I want to see how they still gel. But that's a dangerous team. Like, I don't think the Browns are a team that many teams are looking forward to playing in the playoffs, and they're definitely going to be in the playoffs. So depending on who they play, you know, they can squeak out a win. I do have my opinions on who they can beat. Um, 
But for right now, like yeah, Cleveland's doing their thing, man. They keep they they just keep winning. Shout out to Cleveland, man. They ain't had a season like this <laughs> my whole life. So is it anybody that remembers when Cleveland had a season like this? Is like my dad's age, you know? <laughs> so that's that. Um, we'll go to this game. Uh, Seahawks. The Seahawks narrowly beat the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they beat them 20 to 17. It feels good on days like this where I get to go into more games and look at the stats and see what's happening and for more teams. Because for the most part, I told y'all, your team sucks. I don't really got time to talk about y'all too much, okay? That's just what it is. So, uh, Ryan Tannenhill. Tannenhill was uh, 18 to 26 for 152 yards. Um, Derrick Henry actually had <laughs> a 12-yard touchdown pass too. <laughs> Sounds crazy. Uh, Derrick Henry also had 19 rushes for 88 yards and a touchdown. Um. And their uh, leading receiver is, I can't pronounce his name, Chagosium Oconquo. Shout out to my man, uh, uh, Chizzy. I'm calling him Chizzy. Shout out to Chizzy. Chizzy did his thing. He had six receptions for 63 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> Who was that? Uh. And Geno Smith, uh, he was 25 of 36 for 227 yards, two touchdowns, uh, no picks. Kenneth Walker at 16 carries for 50 yards, uh, no rushing touchdowns either. Dang, like, it's crazy. Um, uh, Tyler Lockett had eight receptions for 81 yards, no touchdowns. Jackson Smith and Jigba had six carries, um, six receptions for 61 yards. DK Metcalf had 56 yards receiving with a touchdown. And uh Colby Parsons, uh Parkins, Parkinson, he had a touchdown uh as well. So I feel as though this definitely was a letdown game for Seattle. Um, you know, coming off of that big win last week against the Eagles, this was like a little bit of a letdown game playing a team that you know is not going anywhere, is at the, towards the bottom of the league. Um, that's, I feel that they played down, but there were some things about this that I, I actually like to say. So the fact that Jackson Smith and the Jigba has been coming on the last uh, couple of weeks, because in the beginning of the season, he really wasn't doing uh, too much, but he's been coming on the last couple of weeks. And I think having that, they could have the most complete wide receiver core going into the playoffs. And I know that sounds like a lot, but I mean, if he's coming on, you have DK Metcalf, uh, uh, Tyler Lock, Tyler Lockett, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. That'll be that's going to be hard for somebody to stop, you know. Um, so I do, but I do like that they got to win. Like I said, sometimes you got to win ugly. Um, I do like that they got the win and that they won, and then they. Uh, kept it going after a big win. They didn't have such a bad game that they, that they ended up losing. And I thought the Titans played well. I did actually see this game. So um, shout out to uh, Seattle. Uh, I definitely, now I can stamp them in as a playoff team and I feel good to stamp them in as a playoff team. You know, I didn't always feel good about that. But now 
I feel good about it. Seattle, y'all gonna be in them in them damn playoffs, man. And I want to see who y'all play too. Guys, hold on, guys, for a second. These playoffs are gonna be crazy. The matchups are going to dictate everything. You're going to see in these playoffs, I guarantee you, you're going to see some lower seeded teams advance. You're going to see some of these lower seeded wild card teams advance. And I can't wait to see how all of this plays out. You know, I'm very excited about this place. I'm very excited about these playoffs. <clears throat> all right, moving on. All right, let's talk about this game. Fortunately, my Colts want to put up a dud. Um, the Atlanta Falcons, let's let's talk right. <clears throat> the Atlanta Falcons got with my Indianapolis Colts. Uh, they beat us 29 to 10. Um, this is a game that I felt like as a as a Colts fan and uh somebody who watches the Colts a lot, this was a game I felt like the Colts should have handled. And they got handled. So I really didn't like what, what I what I saw. Um, but you know, let's go into some stats. Uh, Gardner Minshew was 20 of 37 for 201 yards. Uh, no touchdowns and a pick. Great. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had 18 carries for 43 yards and a touchdown. And Kyler Granton led us in receiving with 62 yards, 5 for 62 yards. But, of course, there were no uh, wide receivers. Like, Will, then Will Mallory, who's another tight end, led, uh, was the next receiver. Like, they completely took away our wide receivers. They completely took away our wide receivers. That's crazy. All right, let's look at uh, the Falcons. Uh, Tyler Heineke was 23 of 33 for 229 yards and one touchdown. Bijan Robinson had 12 carries for 72 yards, no touchdown. And uh, Tyler Algier, he had nine uh, carries for 69 yards and a touchdown. And Bijan led them in, rec in receiving with seven receptions for 50 yards. And Kyle Pitts had a receiving touchdown. Um, the story of this game to me is the Falcons' defense. Um, they've had a good defense all year. I don't think they've had a defense that we would have expected to be this good. Um, but they found a way to do it. You know, they found a way to do that. And they dismantled a coach offense that – has been highly productive all year. Gardner Minshew, man, like, I don't know. So you're, all right, he's a backup. I get it. But right now you're starting and you're in a position where you can get us in the playoffs and you, like, now's not the time for you to look like a backup, you know, and you look like a backup. Um, that's what it is. Um Made it very interesting for the Falcons because now they're seven and eight. Um, I don't know what that means for them in the NFC South. I have to keep looking into that. Um, but in terms of the Colts, if the start, if the playoffs started today, we would be in the playoffs. However, we also have an elimination game this week, and this is I am calling it an elimination game with us and and the Raiders. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. But um, Raiders look – I mean, I mean, like I said, we'll talk more about it. The Raiders look like they're not coming in to, to play with us, you know. 
<laughs> so I have to wait on that and think on that for a minute. I'll have my answer on that by the end of the episode. Um, all right. Then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh also put a beating on on the, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They won thirty to twelve. Uh, Baker Mayfield uh had two hundred and. 83 yards passing with two touchdowns and no picks. That was a great game by Baker. Um, <clears throat> uh, Rashad White, he had 20 carries for 39 yards and touchdown. I mean, not much, but he did get a touchdown, so that's what's most important. Uh, Mike Evans had seven receptions, 86 yards, and two touchdowns. Very good week. I'll, you got to take that all day, every day. And then, um, and then Chris Goodwin. He had six receptions for 78 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, um, he went 17 of 29 for 211 yards, one touchdown on two picks, but then got hurt in the game. And then C.J. Bethard came in. He was 11 of 15 for 94 yards and a touchdown. Um, Trevor Lawrence also led them in rushing with 29 yards, which is probably how he got hurt in the first place. And then Evan Ingram turning back the hands of, of time was 10 receptions for 95 yards, no touchdowns. But C.J. Ridley has six receptions for 90 yards and two touchdowns. Um, the thing that really makes me mad about this game is that if the Colts did, if we handled business like we were supposed to, we'd be in first place in the AFC South. Now I don't know what's supposed to happen. <sighs> um, but I will say this. Tampa Bay is eight and seven. Um, I think they have a. I mean, now when I looked at, it, I said to Jamal last week, the only way I'd take the Bucks seriously to win the division is if they beat Jacksonville. So now I'm taking them very seriously. I do still think they have an elimination game this week with the Saints, um, and I think that, yeah, we'll just wait and see with them. But in terms of the Jaguars, man, this this ship is sinking. The Jaguars, man, they are going down, 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 down. Um, the only reason why I think they're not going to be in the wild card is because, well, the Colts are 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 the second place team, and we, yeah, you know I mean, we 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 would have to win and them lose again, and I mean, you know, I don't know if that's going to happen, you know. Um, but yeah, Jacksonville is a sinking ship in Tampa Bay. They look good. I'm curious to – I just want to see what's up with them. Um, just want to see what's up with them when they play the, the Saints uh, this week. Because if they lose, they would both have the same record. So then there will be a lot of tiebreakers that had to do with that. And, yeah. Um, let's see. Do we have any other games? Of course we got more games. Okay. The Dolphins and the Cowboys played. That was a crazy game. It was a good game. It was a great game by both teams. Um, Dolphins, uh, whole court at home. They win 20 to 22. Um, uh, let's see. Dak Prescott was 20 of 32 for 253 yards and, and two touchdowns. No picks. Uh, Tony Pollard led them in rushing with 38 yards, but not much there. C.D. Lamb had six receptions for 118 yards and one touchdown, and Brandon Cooks also had a touchdown. Um, 
Now, the Dolphins, Tua was 24-37 for 293 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Uh, Raheem Mostert led them with 46 yards uh, rushing with no touchdowns in anywhere. Tyreek Hill had nine receptions for 99 yards. And Raheem Mostert was the only one with the touchdown. Um, Listen, I, when I looked at this game, I thought this might be a bad matchup for the Dolphins. That is because te teams with defenses that make you grind as opposed to allowing you to just have these big plays seem to be uh, – uh, oh, I'm sorry – seem to be giving the Dolphins a hard time all year, and they have been the whole year. These teams with these defenses that make them grind have been giving them fits all year. And, and granted that uh, I do think that Prescott is a better quarterback than Tua Tagovailoa, I thought this was a matchup that would be hard for them to win. Um, with that said, um, you know, Dallas, I mean, they played up and then they played and then they lost to a, a team that seems to uh, be a little bit better than they are right now. Um, you know, with that said, um, with that said, uh, very excited for both the, of these teams going into the playoffs. Um, I think, I think the Dolphins needed this game more than Dallas, if we're going to be honest, because of what I said. Like, Dallas answered some questions about them, um, you know, when they because throughout the year we were pointing out that they didn't beat a good team. Um, so they did beat the Eagles, you know what I mean, and everything. Um, actually took care of the Eagles. Um, but, like, the Dolphins never really had a game where we looked at them and said, okay, you've answered a question that we had about you. This was a question that I had about them, and they answered it. Uh, but one thing I would like to say, I wasn't, I've always said I'm not, I wasn't as high on C.D. Lamb as everybody else was, but he has been pretty consistent for where he is, and I will be the first one to admit his floor probably is higher than I thought it was. Um, if we're going to have a conversation about his ceiling, we could have that conversation and there. That's the point I have not changed about him. But, yeah, his, he's been consistently this guy who's given you uh, 80 to 100 yards to sometimes 150 yards. And he's done that about, like, eight times this year. So he, he, he he's done his thing all year. Um, whew, we got a lot of games to go through this week, guys. We've got a lot of games to go through this week. Um, the Patriots shocked <laughs> the Broncos, and I thought the Broncos were definitely going to win this game, and they lost to the, to the Patriots. Um, I'm not even going to stats with that. Um, <laughs> I think that eliminates the Denver Broncos this year. The uh, now the Broncos being seven and eight, I think that. Eliminates the Broncos from the playoffs and playoff contention. I mean, they're still in playoff contention, but I don't think they're going to get in. That loss was too much for them, in my opinion. In my opinion. Um, I'm not even going to go into that. Now, with this Chiefs-Raiders game, I'm definitely going to talk about that. Uh, the Raiders shot the Chiefs, winning 20-14 to and keeping their playoff hopes alive. Uh, can't believe I'm saying the, <laughs> the Chiefs first, but they did lose. 
Uh, Pat was 27-44 for 235 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. He also led them in rushing for 10 carries for 53 yards. Um, Isaiah Pacheco did have a rushing uh, <clears throat> touchdown. Uh, Rasheed Rice uh, led them in receiving with 57 yards, and there really wasn't much more for them. Um, <clears throat> Aiden Connell was 9-21 for 62 yards. <laughs> It was this Tim Tebow. Who is this guy? Okay, and he won too. Check, check him out. Um, Zach uh, was it Zach White? Uh, Zamir, excuse me. Zamir White had twenty-two carries for a hundred and forty-five yards. Jeez, weeks. In in uh in Josh Jacobs' absence, that's amazing. That's amazing, and you know they ain't gonna be too much. I mean, Jacoby Myers had forty-two yards receiving, but you know that's about that. Um, first of all, I want to say shout out to Antonio Pierce, man. I am so happy for him coming into this role, uh, being like he, people saying he's not ready for it coming in, um, and excuse me, not coming in, but after the game, you can just see the emotions. Like, you know, this is, this is big for him. This is such a, this is his dream come true. I remember them saying this, that the Raiders were his favorite team growing up. He's the head coach of his favorite team. And he's turned around a situation when the person that they believed in couldn't get the job done, and he's getting the job done. So I want to say congratulations to him, no matter what happens this year. Um, <clears throat> um, I, I do think the Raiders are – I mean, just the situation that they got into with eight losses, they're in an elimination game with the Indianapolis Colts. And even if they win, that does not mean that I think that they're going to the playoffs. But that would, uh, in my opinion, eliminate the Colts. Because I'm, I'd be tired of seeing my team for this year. And, um, but yes, I do think this is an official. This is an official elimination game. Stamp this one for everybody. Um. So for the Chiefs, man, like yo, the thing about the Chiefs, they, they just look like Patrick Mahomes just looks like he's not comfortable, man. I don't know. Well, I mean, I know what's going on, but I don't know what they have to do to get these wide receivers to start playing like they like like even average wide like an average wide receiving core but like it's it's like they basically are looking at Pat and saying you have to be superman for us to win not against a like a good team just a, like average teams like you have to be superman for us to win and i think that's completely unfair to Patrick Mahomes a cautionary tale though for these uh teams paying their quarterback like top of the league money this is what it looks like this is what I, I try to see like everybody always thinks I don't like all of these quarterbacks it's not that I don't like them I just know what it looks like when a team pays their quarterback top of the league money and the fact of the matter is they can't have all the weapons that they want it's a struggle and if you don't have a kind of talent that allows you to compensate and say, all right, I don't need all of that to win a certain amount of games. It's going to make you look so bad. It's going to crush your career. It's going to crush your legacy and everything. Like, just keep in mind, Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion, like, might be the best quarterback of all time. I'm not, you can't say greatest because greatest is a period of, you know I mean, it takes a long time to get there. Um, but Patrick Mahomes is like, the best quarterback we've ever seen. We've never seen what he's done. I mean, and even him, nine and six, when, you know, 
when you got to figure all this out. You know what I mean, nine and six, that's how it's, it's, it's crazy. You know what I mean? So I'm not moving off of them, though, in terms of what I think. Not yet. I still got to see if they're if they're able to to get it together. Um, and I want to know if they if they can figure yeah. out uh, why they've looked so bad. You know. All right. We're going to get into these. Into these Eagles. Eagles barely beat the Giants, by the way. <laughs> this guy, I mean, it was and the funny thing about this game, they was busting the Giants' ass for like three quarters. And it was just like, I mean, excuse me, for like two quarters. And then they just run into each other at, on the kickoff. And all of a sudden, it's like, all right, this got interesting. But Jalen Hurts uh, was 24 of 38 for 301 yards, one touchdown, one pick. DeAndre Swift had 20 carries for 92 yards and a touchdown. And Jalen Hurts also had a rushing touchdown. A.J. Brown had uh, six receptions for 80 yards. Uh, Devontae Smith had four receptions for 79 yards and a touchdown. Um, Dallas Goddard also had 71 yards. Uh, Tony DeVito started 9 of 16, but then he got benched. And Tyrod Taylor had a very good game. He was 7 to 16, 433 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. Saquon Barkley was, went 23, or he, he had 23 carries for 80 yards and a touchdown. Um, and Darius Slayton, uh, he had three receptions for 90 yards and a touchdown. I will say this. So, like, yeah, I'm messing with the Eagles because they should have blown them out. They had such a lead, but. <clears throat> This has this has less way less to do with the the Giants because we know they ain't doing nothing this year. Uh, before the Eagles, what I will say is this: If I'm the Eagles, this is the formula that you want to see from their offense to figure, you know I mean to to go deep and make a playoff push. You want DeAndre uh, Swift to have like 90 yards rushing. You want AJ Brown, uh, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard to be your receiving. Targets and you want to hit them a lot of times so that it keeps the defenses off kilter. You know what I mean? In terms of like, you want Jalen Hurts to have 300 yards passing. In terms of give me one touchdown, one pick. Hey, listen, that happens, but I'm not looking at them. So I would say it, this was a good grind out win for the Eagles. Um, very interesting that now the number one seed is back in play for them uh, because of the 49ers, which we're going to talk about next. And, um, but yeah, like the Eagles, like you're going to play the Giants again. You can't lose that game. Okay. You can't lose that game. So whatever you, whatever we got to talk about for that, you can't lose that game. Um, but like you definitely, I feel as though you got the Cardinals next week. That should be a win. And then, um, then you're going to have the Giants again. If you run the table on that, let's, let's see, let's see what's going to happen. Um, then in the game of the week, or at least it was that on paper. Hold, let me get some, get some more water. Y'all know the people that talk a lot, y'all, I don't even have to tell you, you get, you get cotton. Man, you know, this works out a lot better when somebody is here for that reason where I can drink and something is still going on. <laughs> Because now I'm like, all right, this is just nothing happening while I'm taking a sip. That's fine. Baltimore Ravens took it too. 
the San Francisco 49ers, and they won 33-19. to 19. Uh, Let's see, Brock Purdy was 18 of 32 for 255 yards, no touchdowns, and four, count them, four interceptions. And then he got hurt, and, and Sam Darnold came in, and he tried to incite like a little comeback. He went 18 of 14 for 81 yards, one touchdown, and another interception. So 49ers at five picks today. Yikes. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey was 14 carries for 103 yards and a touchdown. And George Kittle led them in receiving for with 120 or seven receptions for 126 yards. Excuse me. Brandon Ayuk also had a six receptions for 113 yards. Good for them, man. Good for them. You know, one thing I got to start reading more is defensive stats. I feel like I feel like if we ever took a step into more educating people about the game, then I would start reading defensive stats and saying what that means. But, you know, we always got time for that. So. And then Lamar Jackson, Action Jackson, 23 of 35 for 252 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. Then you also had seven uh, carries for 45 yards. He led them in, in rushing as well. And then Gus Edwards had a touchdown. Zay Flowers had nine receptions for 72 yards and a touchdown. And Isaiah Likely had three receptions for 56 yards. And Gus Edwards also had one reception for 39 yards. Normally, I wouldn't bring that up, but it's about 39-yard average on receiving. Okay. Two things that I want to say with this. Coming to, into this game, they said that the top three MVP candidates were in this game because both of these teams were the number one seed in their conferences. They were playing each other. And, you know, usually the MVPs come from that that place, that position. Um, <clears throat> with that said, they said that Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey were both MVP candidates. Now, I have a question for everybody. Does everybody know what MVP means? Because MVP is an acronym that stands for Most Valuable Player. The opportune word that I'm pointing towards right now is most, most valuable. I don't ever know how you could say an MVP in the league or there's two MVPs candidates. And they're on the same team then clearly one is not the most valuable, you know? Now, going back to, to, to Baltimore, to the Ravens, listen, we got to stamp this right now. Anybody that says Lamar Jackson isn't the MVP this year is just hate. Lamar Jackson is the MVP of this league. Give him his second MVP and give that man his respect. And I want to go all the way back to when me, Cesar, and JB were having a conversation in the summer, and I said, I don't know if I would pay him. I, listen, I checked myself too. Sometimes in terms of you know, I mean, where he plays, he might, you know, he has some games where, like, for instance, he loses to Gardner Minshew. Okay. The ceiling for, for Lamar Jackson is with all the injuries on his team, he can go into a team that, that everybody says is just too tough and go into their stadium and win and beat them convincingly. 
Lamar's stats are never going to be um, 350 yards a week. You know what I mean? Four touchdowns a week. Nah, that's not even where you want to be. Where I want to see Lamar Jackson, like I said, I want to see him throw for about 250 yards. Let's get let's get like two touchdowns. Keep the picks low, and then and then I want to see him uh, rush for about 60 yards. When he does that, when he does that, the Ravens are a legit Super Bowl contender, and they and they can play with anybody, as shown. And his that's the highest point for his impact. Um. I can't say enough about what Lamar Jackson did this game, but that was greatness on display in that game. That was that's what greatness looked like. You know, he put like he had a he had an inferior team playing a superior team, a superior team. Like nobody can argue San Francisco's roster is definitely far superior than the Baltimore Ravens roster and he goes in and he wins. He put on his cape. He he showed you the S on his chest. He showed you the S on his chest. Lamar Jackson did his thing, man. Shout out to Lamar, man. I for every conversation in the and where I was on the fence and where, for instance, Tazar, who is a Baltimore Ravens fan, and JB were basically saying in his defense, listen, I'm very happy to say that you prove that you just not only deserve the contract but you were an elite quarterback in this NFL and people were falling off of recognizing that they tried to push you down a little bit on that list. Thank you for reminding everybody how great you are. Um, Now with this loss, the 49ers, uh, they're 11 and four. They, they have a tie for the um, number one overall seed. Uh, but they, of course they have the tiebreaker against the Eagles because they beat them. But I don't know what that means in terms of the Detroit Lions. I will look more into that. But the Baltimore Ravens, yeah, they're going to win this division. Uh, they're going to – well, they already won the division. But they're going to be the number one team in their conference. They definitely have a game this week against the the um, the Dolphins, and I'm curious to see how that all plays out. Um, but, yeah. Whew. Okay, so, guys, that was week 16 in the books. In the books. So, because of segment purposes, we may just be jumping straight into uh, next week and talking about <clears throat> a couple games for next week. Um, yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to finish out with that. Okay. Um. All right, so we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the rest of the games. Browns uh play the Jets. Uh, the Browns should win this game. I think it would be a close game. I'm not sure to spread on this game. I think it's going to be a, a, a close game, but the Browns should win. Um, I don't know. Jets aren't bad, but they're just not a playoff team. Um, but the Browns should win that game. All right, going. Next, in terms of games to watch. Now, this is one of the games to watch. The Cowboys are are they are they home or are they in? Well, this is a Saturday game. Either way, the uh, Cowboys are playing the Lions. Um, 
I think the Lions might have caught the, the Cowboys at the wrong week. Um, coming off of a loss, I think the Cowboys feel as though they might need this game a little bit more. So I'm going to roll with the Cowboys on this one. Um, Detroit shocked me. You know what I mean? Show me something. Show show me that you might even be better than I thought you were. And I picked you to be in the NFC Championship game. Show me that you're better than, than I even thought you were. Um. Yeah, but I do have the Cowboys beating the Lions this week. Uh, Texans and Titans. I actually think the Titans are going to win um, and end the Texans' playoff hopes. But, um, yeah, I just think, they, I think the, te- the Texans have too many injuries on their uh, roster. Uh, Falcons-Bears would not be shocked at all, even though they beat up on us. Would not be shocked at all that the Bears beat the Falcons. Um, matter of fact, I'm going to pick the Bears to beat the Falcons. And, then, and now we can argue with that. We can argue about that. Um, and definitely the game to watch uh, for this week, the Ravens against the Dolphins. Um, both teams coming off highs playing. Uh, I just think, I think Miami might win this game only because the Ravens coming off of a game where they played spectacularly. You know what I mean? That was spectacular. Usually there's always a comeback to earth. It's just the wrong team, wrong time. You know what? Forget that. No, I'm going with Baltimore in this one. Forget, I've never, this is the first time on Cuz You Don't Know Football History that I changed my pick. I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens to beat it for the same formula that I think. I think the, the Ravens defense is going to make it hard to, to have these explosive plays against uh, the Dolphins. I think – no, it's not that I think. I know uh, 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 Lamar Lamar Jackson is better than CJ uh, – than um, Tua Tagovailoa. Um, they can run the ball. You know, I, yeah, I'm, I, I think the Ravens are going to win this game and, and assert their dominance going into the playoffs. All right. Buck Saints. Saints, give me something, please, y'all. Can you give me something that says to still believe in you? Because I got a glimmer of hope. A glimmer of hope. A glimmer of hope. But I'm going to pick the Saints to win this game. I'm going to pick the Saints to win this game. Uh, they're at home. And... Uh, the Bucs actually won in the beginning of the season. I don't think that they're going to sweep the Saints. So I think the Saints are going to win this game. And then I have questions of what happens after – I have questions of what happens after, um, like, for the NFC South and, you know what I mean, the tiebreakers and stuff. I don't know. Uh, Buffalo playing the Patriots. Buffalo, you bet not lose to the Patriots. I'm not even going to say nothing about that. You bet not lose to the Patriots. I will cry laughing if you do. Uh, the Eagles, um, I think, once again, they should beat the Cardinals pretty convincingly, you know, not too much there. Uh, Jacksonville should beat the Panthers uh, pretty convincingly. I mean, whether whether um, Trevor Lawrence plays or not, they should they should beat the Panthers in a game that they need. So, so we'll see about that. Colts and Raiders in an elimination game. Of course, I'm riding with my Colts. We better not lose to them. You know what I mean? The, the, the Raiders playing at a high. 
we coming off of a low. I think, like I said, I, I think we're a pretty uh, a superior uh, team and roster anyway. Um, in common, won a game and he threw for 62 yards. Luckily, his defense got 14 points in, in, in like 20 seconds. But that's here nor there. Um, yeah, so I think that that's what's going to happen. I think the Colts will uh, beat the Raiders in one of the games to watch. Uh, Giants, Rams, Rams, you better not lose to the Giants. That's all I'm saying. You better not lose. Niners, Commanders, Niners are going to bounce back. It's a bad game. It's that that's going to be a blowout. That's going to be that's a that's a a a, a twenty one point win. I'm gonna be honest with you. Steelers, Seahawks, very interesting. Um, I think I got the Seahawks on this one. Um, I think they're playing consistent now. Um, and the Steelers are coming off of a high. I don't even know if Kenny Pickett's coming back or not, but even so, they got a rhythm, and they really never had a rhythm offensively all year. So I don't know what they're going to do, but Seahawks, if you're a playoff team, you need to handle business. And that's just that. Uh, Chiefs, Bengals, I'm rolling with the Chiefs. Um, both teams losing, but the Chiefs needing this game because um, they're they in real trouble if they lose this game. You can roll with you. Uh, and Vikings, Packers, I got the Packers at the Sunday night game um, winning that. Because I think the Packers have a glimmer of hope. And like I said, I expected the Vikings to slide out of the playoffs. Oh, guys, we did it. We did it. We put our shades on, and we did it just us. Just me. Once again, just me and you. Hey! <laughs> Don't worry about, worry about, worry about nothing there. <laughs> Listen, when I'm finished with this, Tony, 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 is absolutely going straight on the radio. I just want you to know. That's what's going on. Um, Once again, guys, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Catch us on Spotify and YouTube for the full episodes and TikTok, Instagram, yeah, I mean, Facebook, we all over the place. We making moves out here. And just like I always got to do to everybody, I'm going to tell you too, because you don't know football. I'm your boy, Reek. Just like Martin said, I see you when I see you. Peace.